and thank you for tuning back in. So this is part two of my conversation with Kevin. Yes. Champion, yes. Yes. jungle, da, 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 that uses rap um, as like part of the narrative. Mm. And so gave, giving them the tools and cadence, flow, all of that. Yeah. But also going into the communities where rap is prevalent and giving them the, the, the industry knowledge, the mm. storytelling aspect of it. Mm. The, the how do you take this 16 and make it into a scene? Or how do we get this 16 and give it some narrative so it can flow somewhere? Because I feel like now in the industry like just in this just the commercial world bro like they they just take things from our communities yeah just yeah. just take them and and say this is the new thing and did and even though for example let me use a different example kim kardashian when she got cane rolls in her hair they're like oh my gosh this new edgy haircut i said what <laughs> I said, come, come, like my grandma my great yeah man you get me so i'm saying it so i think part of what that's the rap stands for is also standing in a position that forces the industry to give credit where credit's credit due, due and holding it to the standard that, that is. is that it needs to be that it needs to be seen seen in the same world as you know dance or musical theater mm. or um, opera rap needs to be held in the same format it's not being held in the same format in that sense it's it's a novelty mm. it's like oh you can rap go on then yeah. not knowing the skill and 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 that the has to go, the craftsmanship that goes yeah. in to be able to tell a story in 16 bars do you get me with it when it's rhyming as well as the flow as well as being entertaining you can just bop your head to it as well as it being inspiring mm. you get me when we think of political moments and things that have shaped the world we still talk about woodstock mm. we still talk about you know michael jackson's songs we still talk about you know kenji lamar's we gonna be all right like that yeah, shapes yeah, 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 you get yeah, me yeah, for yeah, a time yeah, and yeah. period that that music that rap music that that music that comes from our community inspired and changed the world. So let's hold it in its integrity. Yeah, no, I, that's that, that's 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 powerful. Um, but what's the what's the? Do you know? I think the uh, what makes it hard sometimes to embrace the culture is also because of the. Do you reckon it's because of the the negative stigmas that that surround it? Um, or the the type of content that is usually perpetuated through those avenues that make it hard for people to say, oh well, how do we take people seriously that speak about this? Which I think is obviously one sided. Yeah, yeah. But what's your response to that sort of perspective? Because education and understanding is very important. Thousand percent. I think I think you're right. I think you're right. But I think what is being missed is in in the world, there's always going to be what people consider the negative thing of it. Yeah. So, you know, you can look at a Picasso and be like, yo, this is beautiful. But then there's someone else that has done something, some next type of artwork, and you're like, that's not art. That's not art, yeah. You get me? Yeah. Why do you get to justify what is good storytelling and what isn't good storytelling mm -hmm. in the sense of just because of your own opinion mm -hmm. without actually coming from the culture that bursts the thing which yes. is where the criteria should be created. So mm -hmm. there can be a criteria here in the terms of where it's been created. And I also understand it in terms of, is it commercially viable to sell and the, the, the industry terms, but there is a bridge and a link in between those worlds. And I think a lot of the, lot of the, um, the, the, the pullback from the industry is the lack of understanding. understanding yeah. You get me? So when you see the front cover and you see the, the mugshot of the two black boys, our two drill artists, da, 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 da. okay, oh, this thing again. But when you go deeper and you're like, oh, these these people were manipulated by this gang. We, we don't talk about the manipulation. No, no, no. We just, no. they just chose to have a knife. Yeah. They just chose to. So, oh, so the, the aspects, so the, the, the fact that his best friend was killed two weeks beforehand had plays no part in this. No the, the the poverty that he's been lived in and the and the racism and the experiences that he's had with the police plays no part into the reasons why this is the storytelling. Mm. And I'm not to say to people that don't take advantage and fabricate, but you know, music kind of creation is fabrication at times and it has its place. But let's humanize that person. You get that's me? the key thing about the humanization mm. of people, humanization of 
people's stories, people's perspectives. Yeah. Um, I think that's very, very, very important. So like, for a long time, I had to pretend I was something else mm. just so that I could fit in with yeah. a lot of my peers. And so, but you got to that point whereby it's like, I'm a fraud. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not being who I am. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I embraced all of me, the good, the bad, the ugly, my culture, my identity, mm-hmm. my food, um, everything about me in its totality did life align itself, mm. right? Did I start walking in integrity? And I think through that, integrity there was conviction in everything that i was doing um but before that it was just there's this battle mm. it was just driving you know it's like oh i want to be that no i am that yeah yeah, you know? yeah but because i didn't have that conviction it was there was a separation yeah so how do you deal with um being authentically yourself yeah in all situations because that's i i sometimes like Oh, do they want to see that? They're going to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I don't, I should dress in a certain way because it makes them, it makes people feel more comfortable or yeah. maybe it doesn't make people feel comfortable or it makes me, it may make people feel that, oh, I am this sort of person, mm. even though the fact is I'm not that sort of person. So yeah. I dress or talk in a certain way that helps aligns people's or changes people's perspective of what they think of me. Yeah. And so now I'm able, now I'm comfortable in, what I do and I'm respected by what I do, bring in now that culture authenticity, mm. yeah, that kind of authenticness. Yeah. It's kind of now received but not feared. Yeah, this it's a journey. It's a journey. Mm. It's a real journey. I think there's been a lot of questions that I've had to ask myself mm. and find answers for. But I think I found solace and comfort in saying I don't know. Mm. Because I don't know is an answer. It's a, it's a solid answer. It's a solid Sometimes answer. Sometimes the best answer. It's the best answer. And <laughs> so, for example, in in, yeah. in in things what you were saying in terms of, for example, if someone if you're going somewhere and you want to dress a type of way that isn't normal to you, mm. I don't know why I want to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want to do it. Yeah. So I I either need to I just need to investigate the reasons why because because a reason to say. I'm going to dress like this so these people feel more comfortable. Is a reason? It's a justifiable reason. Whether you agree with that is different, but it's a justifiable reason. And I think as long, not as long as you can justify it to yourself, because then we get into sticky waters. But I think allowing yourself to go through that moment Mm. and then deep sitting down and really questioning like, why, why, why do I feel like I have to, dress to make them comfortable because they're not dressing to make me Me comfortable comfortable. so where has that come from and i think i started to question a lot of those things Mm. i started to ask all of those questions about myself and some of them i found answers to and some of them i didn't so Mm. the more answers that i found within myself is the more comfortable i was able to be Mm. it was i was i was i was more aware of my surroundings i was more aware of what i was doing so even Small things like so, I'd never call myself a rapper last year. Okay. I would, oh, at this time last year, I would never have called myself a rapper. Okay. Do you get me? But, but that's <clears throat> I realized mm-hmm. I didn't call myself a rapper because I come from a heavy music family, in okay. the sense of my mom sings, okay. my brother sings, my cousins sing, my other like my other cousins were on, like my cousins are just on the West End. Yeah, yeah. To get yeah, me, yeah. so I've I've come from half side half side of my family. That's just what it is. They're just super creative. Mm. You get me? So the 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 level that I felt like I had to be at to be considered so a that, rapper. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. I had I hadn't placed myself there, even though my brother from years ago would have told anybody I'm the best. Mm-hmm. You get me? I'm the best when it comes to it. But I didn't believe, even though I, I knew that I was sick and I was cold at it. Yeah. I'd never found the confidence to say, yo, I'm a rapper. I can, I'm a rapper. Because yeah. I felt a level of embarrassment and a level of shame because, in my opinion, I had to justify it with, oh, I'm a rapper because I've got this album and I've sold that many songs and I've got a music video. I, I, I wanted all of that mm. away from the, without it just being the creativity and having that confidence. So finding that in that shape allowed a new level of confidence. I'm saying, so why was I lacking? 
Oh, because you were comparing yourself? Mm, that's the... You get me? Why are you comparing yourself? Why do you feel like you have to be in competition with everybody else? Okay, so when we go a bit deeper, oh, because there was a, a standard that you wanted to reach. Why? Because I wanted to impress this person. Okay. So that's the route. Yeah. That's the route. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be seen to validify what this other person has done for me. So the, the fact that I knew, like, for example, like my mom, my auntie, my big cousins, they, they put so much on the line for me. Mm. So I wanted to make sure that I was at a standard that they appreciated. Yes. Even though they're telling me that they appreciate it. Yeah. But I'm saying no, because I know your thing yeah. is this and I need to be number one at that. So you know <laughs> that I appreciate yeah. everything that you've done for me. No, I hear that. Do you get me? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yo, yeah, we're going somewhere, yeah. We're how going somewhere, yeah. So we're going somewhere, yeah. So how? Where? Where does your faith play in all this? Like, because like, like, especially when we talk about faith, it's yeah. it's it's quite a um, a delicate subject, especially mm -hmm. now we live in a world whereby we're so a lot of people are so much more liberal, a yeah. lot more let's say open yeah. you know people believe in you know duality yeah so you know yeah they may believe in that but yeah. they don't practice that but mm. then they embrace other aspects of maybe other religions like you know buddhism yeah, you know, yeah which yeah. it's not necessarily the worship of a deity but at the same time it has practices that it's about taking control mm. about you know not being what you want to be tomorrow yeah. by actually being present today. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. those sort of ideologies have been powerful. Mm. And I know I've I've taken a lot of um like a lot of wisdom from mm -hmm. those sort of perspectives. So like like where where do you sit on that and where does faith kind of like what does it mean to you? It's it's important. It's important. Sometimes I think like about people that don't believe in anything outside of themselves. Mm. I say, what, what are you doing it for? For themselves. But sometimes yourself, which is fine. But my, the question that I have is, sometimes yourself can't be bothered to do anything. <laughs> sometimes yourself gets it wrong. Yeah. Do you get me? So yeah. uh, it's it's always questioned me. I've always questioned it when people are like, you know, and I and I get it. I get it in its holistic state. But when they say, you know, I just need to look within myself to find out what to do to do it right and i'd be like if yourself knew what to do wouldn't yourself have done it do you know what i mean that like, it has baffled me for years and i get it in terms of you know the inner self and listening I, I get that i do understand that but you you have to then realize that yourself is in a, in a position of error if you feel like you have to look within yourself to find the right answer yeah. not to say error is is what's the word where you can fall? You trans, you like you transgress. Or... Yeah, not even to transgress, but like, no, it's not folly or or fallacy. Folly. Folly. Yeah, yeah. Like you're not perfect. Yeah. So for me, I have to attain. I have to aspire to see what perfection is, because mm. perfection can't for me can't just be within myself. It, it it lives in myself, but in terms of the unlocking it, if if I was already at that perfect place, I wouldn't need to sit down and look at myself to unlock it, to know that I'm perfect. Okay, see, so that's... Is the questioning that I've questioned. I understand it, but it just confuses me. Okay, but then the, the follow-up to that, or, for, mm -hmm. or the counter, let's say, you know, I'm playing devil's advocate now, mm -hmm. would be, well... If you had all the answers, mm. why is there so much pain? In myself. Or around you. Because, you know, like, let's say, for example, your life is a reflection of your choices and your decisions, right? Mm. And this, 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 you know, being lives in you, yeah? That's, yeah. That can do all things, that empowers you, right? How, how why is it that you still do certain things that don't really correlate to productivity or doesn't come mm. to progress or you know like like why is there so much pain around you mm. for example like so like so like you can look at it in both ways in yeah terms yeah of, yeah okay yeah, cool yeah. 
okay, there's nothing within, you know, if one yeah. person can say, if I don't have faith, cool. Yeah. But then if there's nothing within and you need something outside of you to yeah. kind of look into yourself because that person or that entity lives within you, yeah. then surely you should have all the answers. Yes, if you look at it from that that aspect, mm. but I feel like what is lacked in that mm. is that you're just one person in the world. <laughs> Do you get me? In the sense of, so if it was just you, yeah. all your answers would be perfect to you. Mm. But we, we, we interlocked with... Families, communities, friends, experiences that the play world. a part. Yeah. Do you get me? So I didn't even give myself my name. Mm. I didn't choose my in the, in the sense I didn't choose my parents. I didn't choose my school. I didn't choose the area that I lived in. All of those. So the perfect thing that was there in the stomach, mm. um, in, in the womb, sorry, in yeah. the belly, yeah. like it's now not saying it's been tainted, but it's been affected mm. by certain experiences that no longer belong that have been my choice. Yeah. So the way in which the I see is, okay, how do I become the most comfortable within myself as well as understanding that the world around me may feel just as uncomfortable as I do or may see the world in just as much error that I do? And how do I give the love that I actually want? Mm. I think that's the key thing, that love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, so how do you deal with duality? Like you believe one thing, yeah, but your feet are walking somewhere else. One thousand percent. Like, and that's a daily. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes, like, yo, like, um, I want to love my wife. I want to be this person. I've got this idea of what our, mm. our, our union needs to represent. Mm. But sometimes it's like, Lord, have mercy. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like certain things, certain activities, like. I really like doing. Mm. I'm not going to tell them what those acts but I really like doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, nah, I can't do it no more. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. I'm just because what I'm going to do that's going to affect that my that that idea of mm. maintaining that union. Yeah. So now I've got this. Like I was speaking to my wife the other mm. day because we have this um, like like talking chill. Okay, so nice. We do it on a regular basis, and so now, like, I've got this analogy in terms of. I've put this ugly scaffolding around this, our beautiful mansion. Mm. So nobody can see that mansion. Mm. So from the outside, me and my relationship and my marriage and my friendship with my wife mm. looks ugly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the outside. But inside. But only those that can see, mm. that have, that know the path, right? Can kind of go beyond the scaffolding and see, whoa, this yeah, is a yeah, major yeah. thing here, Right. But I've had to put the scaffolding because that scaffolding is what's going to protect um, and safeguard anything kind of damaging, mm -hmm. you know, this, this mansion. Yeah. You know, um, so it's like, how do you, but there's, there's, there's always this whole battle between, yeah. sometimes I just want to grand theft auto it. I don't ever lie. Like, no, I'm, in my car, I'm in my car, like, I just want to drive on, on the, on the, on the, you know, the wrong side, on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, I done that the other pavement, day. I done that the other and, day. And mm. just like on the pavement and just everybody, yeah. like just a moment of madness, right? Yeah, a moment yeah, yeah, of madness. Yeah. Stop saying I want to do this. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. This yeah, yeah. Right there. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is saying, an analogy. This is an analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like sometimes like there's this kind of like, I just want to give up. I just don't mm. want to like fight for this idea yeah, yeah, yeah. of sanity, of peace. Yeah. Sometimes I just want to go, whatever. Yeah. How do you keep yourself sane? Like I think it's, it's the same thing that everyone else experiences in, in that sense. I think what I have to be aware of, and I think being a parent now is, is, is easier to see. Being a creative that's in a position where I'm creating my own work is easier to see. Mm. But I think the effect of my lack of discipline having on somebody else. Mm. And... That's what I mean in terms of the the into intersection, yeah, the intersectionality of the world and the community. So that's why I'm thinking in terms of self. You what may be right to you doesn't mean that it's going to be right, right to the to world. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah. So you having that idea of the unity, but also having this thing that you say, "Yo, what I love doing this." Mm. There's an aspect of, in my opinion, 
if I do this, this is going to mess up this thing over here. Mm. And when this mess up this thing, this messes up these people around. Yes. And now there's a warped view. Yes. And if it's just my, if it's my lack of discipline for a moment of madness that can change a life. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And it's, but again, it's hard to get to those things, but also you have to find a balance of also knowing that if I do have a moment of madness, that what I've done has affected positively or negatively. How do I rectify? How do I move forward? How do I develop from this moment? That's powerful. It, it's, it's very difficult to, to, to come, but I think by being a Christian, the, 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 there's always a rhetoric that Christians think they're perfect, mm. when the actual rec- rhetoric should be, we understand that we actually are not. <laughs> The, the, ba- the, the base form of Christianity is or part of it is understanding that I'm imperfect, that I'm a sinner, that I'm failed, that I've, that I've come short of the glory. Mm. So now when I'm in the world and even if we have varying opinions, mm. I can't judge you from a position of being perfect because I know that I'm not. Yeah. So if, if I'm, if I know that I'm, have the capacity to, to, you know, do something wrong or error or to hurt somebody, I also am aware that you have capacity to error, that to hurt and to all of that. And then if I know, oh, the reason I reacted like that is because when I was younger, this happened and that happened and that happened. And now that's why I'm here. I have to be able to look at the backstory of what this person's done. So now I understand why the Bible will say, hate the sin and not the sinner. So if this person has lashed out and they've been violent, I don't like the thing that you've just done. I, I can't stand the thing that you've just done. But if I track back to your story, the same way I gave the example about the two black boys on the front cover, when you track back the story, it doesn't justify their actions, but it gives a level of understanding. And I feel like we're in a generation where there's a lack of understanding. If we don't agree, then we can't par. But it needs to be, whether we agree or not, can I understand why you think like that? Can I understand why I think like that? Cool, from when I have a level of understanding, we can live harmoniously. Right. You get me? Because I'm no longer opposing you. Mm. You're not an opposition anymore. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that's 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 the way that I think I handle the duality of it all, of trying to, you know, realise how important I am in terms of the world, in the sense of there's, there's you know, you've probably had it yourself where someone's come up to you and say, do you remember 10 years ago? Yeah, I asked you what lens shall I use? And you said the, the 50 mil and it, I'm, I'm, I'm now doing all of this. That, that's a, that was a throwaway comment to you. But in terms of the world, that was impactful to that person. Do you know what I mean? So it's about being aware of that, but also being aware that I'm still learning and I'm still building and I'm still becoming the best version of me. So there may still be outbursts and things that I need to discover about myself. Mm-hmm. But this is where... This is, this is how I need to view the world. Because mm. if I'm imperfect and they're imperfect, when we understand that we're all imperfect, we can start finding a bit of perfection in it all. Lovely. That's, that's so great. Yeah, that's thank you. Got bars, got bars, got bars. Yeah, look a light one, look a light one, look a light one. So this whole process, how important is being vulnerable, right? And when I'm talking about vulnerable, I'm talking about not necessarily being weak in or like broken because mm-hmm. i mean we're all broken in, in different aspects but how open i think the, the word is more open yeah, like, yeah how important is being open like so for example you remember i, I mentioned that i've always wanted to be a power ranger and yeah, then yeah, i became yeah. a power ranger mm-hmm. but guess what i never morphed down mm. right so now i'm married i have children right and my wife comes up to me and says, oh, Junior, you're always strong. That's why I only gave you 60%. I was like, you gave me 60%? How much mm. percent was I giving you? Mm. 100%. So you knew I was giving you 100%, right? Mm. And, and it's because I was too strong that she couldn't see my humanity. Mm. And it was only when I took off the visor when I cried. Mm. Right, and that was a big thing for me because, like, you know, like especially mm. as a guy, it's like, you know, like, what am I crying for, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's yeah, died. Yeah, yeah. What am I crying yeah, yeah. for? I'm, you know what I mean? And it's like, it was only at that point was she's able was she able to see me, mm. and 
me be willing to be loved mm-hmm. and to allow somebody to get close enough mm-hmm. to allow me to be that open or defenseless or yeah you know or vulnerable right? yeah and that's hard yeah. especially like especially to like man like so, so imagine like we, like as man then we need to connect mm. and speak on the level but if we're not open because yeah 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 yeah, yeah 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 like how, how do how do we move forward because a lot of people suffer in silence yeah you know so like what how, how do you deal with being open and vulnerable or and at the same time you still want to be like Mm. You know what I mean? Like you still like, but at the same time, is that progressive? Like trying to be just, like strong, even though that strength is not necessarily in the body; it's yeah, in yeah, the yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think even just the rhetoric of conversation that we have now, mm. like this whole red pill, blue pill, the, the you know the, the the conversations around feminism and all of that. I think people are trying to define things without necessarily. In the investigation, so mm. from the, the, the male perspective, I'd say there's a lot of conversation and discovery, discovery about what it means to be a man, mm. and you know, yes, you know, three, four hundred years ago, being tall and strong was the definition because you could just fight anyone and kill anyone. You yeah, yeah, you're yeah. a soldier. Da, 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 da. Whereas now, the the person that's got the intellect and can have the most money or the, you know business savvy is considered the top dog to get me mm. um but i think for me in terms of the vulnerability and the openness i think my experiences especially like uh, as i said before like being so ill having um topical steroid withdrawal which mm. is basically when they give you like eczema cream um like the steroid cream but like they they don't tell you how detrimental that is it doesn't it doesn't fix it it hides it mm. so if you've been done this cream for so long and then the, the the one where it tipped me over the edge was there was a cream that i was only supposed to be on for two weeks max and then you have to have like a couple months break mm. i was on it for six months straight so you messed up my mind bro you get me like because mm. it's because it's impactful on the delivered kidney function that impactful on like your blood, your hormones, up and down. So psychologically, bro, I did like I was in my house just staring at my door, paranoid, thinking someone's about to be off my door. And I mean, mm. I sat there for like two hours, just like my TV is on and I'd be there, but I'm just I'm just waiting. And I'm saying, having those experiences and those near-death experiences. Um, and it's not to say that you have to have them to get to this point, but this is this was just my journey. Of course. Once you've you've seen that side of life and the side where it's close to end, now when I turn back, you judging me for crying doesn't mean anything to me anymore. You get me? You put it perspective. You, I put it into perspective. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Mm. I don't... I, I need you... I'm, I'm not going to shy away from how I feel about something. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that I can just blurt it out and, you know, be vindictive and horrible towards you. It's not about that. It's still about being able to, you know, being palatable for the other person. Mm-hmm. But why why can't I tell you that what you said hurt me mm-hmm. or, or or made me feel upset? And I feel like in the in the the, the world of discovery that we have for, you know, what, what it means to be a man or a woman or whatever it is, I think as well as that conversation, there needs to be the conversation about understanding what it is from the other perspective. So mm. the, the easiest rhetoric, to, the easiest example to use, for example, is, you know, there's there's a lot of conversation about men don't show their feelings and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then there's also a lot of conversation that says, but when I do, you tell me to man up. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, when yeah, I yeah, do, yeah. you just brush it off and say, oh, it's not that deep or get yeah. over it. Tougher skin. Do you get me? So yeah. that so now that I'm discovering this feeling and hearing it, you need to also be able to discover what how do I support this new mm. thing that we as a world have all been asking for? Mm. Because the you you want yeah. you get me the, the questions are different and the answers are different. 
but the responses to the answers are exactly the same. same. Don't cry. Mm. Why are you crying for? Get over it. Come on, man. Mm. You get me? Like even so, even not to in in any type of disrespect at all, but even the fact that you saying I was giving a hundred percent. Oh no, so I was just giving sixty. Mm. What? Yeah. Do you get me? Like what? What? Now we have to have a discussion, and <laughs> and, and, and 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 it's not even to say that you you've purposely tried to hurt me because it's, it's not. But what? Why do you feel like you only have to give sixty when I'm because you think I'm so strong? Because there's also the conversations on the other side of for black women, for example, like you're always strong, so I'm just gonna let you deal deal with the situation without the, the humanity understanding of, yo, are you sure you can hold this weight? Mm. I know you can, mm. but do you want to? If you had a choice, would you want to hold it this way? And, that, and that's important because it's like running your lane. Because mm. when you run in accordance to what's been placed within you, you are the most proficient and the most powerful that you can be. Thousand percent. But when you run, so like I grew up whereby a lot of the women were matriarchal, especially in our culture. Yeah, me too. And they wore all the different hats. You know, they were the, they're the, you know, they set the you know the laws. Mm. They, they they showed love. They earned the money. They mm. looked after the home. They protected. They did yeah, all yeah. these things, right? They had these relations down these conversations um, to help build men up. But like, but you're a lady. How can you tell me how to be a man? Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. a man. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. But at the same time, they were the only connection or familiar mm. consistency in the home. Mm. So they almost became the man. Yeah, 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 and yeah. It's like, but, but, but why? Yeah, 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 you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. If you have to become because, you know, you are forced to, mm. that's very different to then if you want to. Thousand percent. And it's like, what do you want to do? You know, so I'm, I'm kind of having a conversation with my wife. Yeah. What is it that you want to do? And she tells me exactly what I said, okay, so let's do that. Yeah, let's do, let's go with the one. Let's not be the thing that you think you have to be for everyone else because you're now living the life of who your uncle wants you to be or who your boss wants you to be rather than living the life of who you actually are. You get me? It's, 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 and again, but again, it's in the, in the, in the original question that you're asking, I think it's, it's just about just asking yourself questions. I, I don't, I don't think, I think, you know what it was for me. I was talking about it in my one man show I remember I used to stare at my window, mm. out my window, waiting for my dad to come and pick me up. And he wouldn't come. Mm. And then after a while, I just stayed staring out the window, mm. just looking at the world. And I put it in the player. Like, I remember noticing, like, the green Volvo that would sometimes stop at this woman's house. Yeah. And then on, like, a Thursday, he'll drive up the road and stop and pop into someone else's house. Yeah. And as, like, a seven, eight-year-old, I'm thinking... What's going on here? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like watching the world was my drama, drama, especially growing up where I was. There was always something happening. Someone was getting chased, some police car, or you get I me mean, some type of argument. Mm. And I think being able to watch the world as allowed me to ask questions. So when you're talking about programs, there used to be a program called How. Remember How to? Oh, and they yeah. used to be like, How? How does um how does the rain come down from the <laughs> yeah, sky? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, me. And I used to love that program because it just asked questions. Just ask questions yeah. And I think I, I don't just ask questions about the world anymore. I ask questions about myself. Mm. Because if you just want to ask questions about the world, you're forgetting that you're a part of it. A part of the world. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let me sort out or let me learn as much as I can about my own world and let's see how I can now impact the rest of the it. World. To get me? So mm. I understand that, oh, when I was younger, I had a really short temper. Not even a really short temper, but like a real fueled and deep temper. Like oh, you, ready? Yeah, like you, ready? I'm ready. Well, like, just, just let me know. Just let me know. <laughs> just and, it's, and it's deep rooted, like, in the sense of... Oh, it can last tiny. for days. It can yeah. last for days, bro. And I'm yeah. still getting on with normal life, but at any drop of a hat, it's there. Rex. And I'm thinking, yo, why, why is it like that? Mm. Why? And I'm having to question. And then there was going through therapy, which really helped me. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, had to, bro, had to. When did you go therapy? So I went therapy. Um, so I was ill in like... I want to say like 2018, 2019. 2018, got better 2019, lockdown and all that. Then I got ill again. Mm. Um, yeah, I got ill again. 
But because of the whole paranoia thing yeah. at the time and the effect that it was having on my partner at the time, I said, yo, maybe I need to do the, the, the therapy thing. Because mm-hmm. just, as an, just as an escape or escape. someone to talk to that isn't my mom or my brother or... And it's not to say that those people won't listen, but... You need someone who's detached. Detached because, I, again, in the whole thing of... I, I need to present myself to my my big brother as this person. I need to present myself to the, as this to my mom or to my partner, blah, blah, blah. But to a stranger. But to a stranger, I could be whoever Ever. I want. I could say whatever I want about it, about any family member, not to say that I'm degrading. I'm like, yo, you see when my, my mom said that to me, I, I felt deep. Like, I can't say that to my brother necessarily depending on how he views the situation. And do you know what I mean? So having that therapy was, was helpful. Mm. And what it just allowed me to do was just to keep reverting back to myself and, and not to say give myself accountability because it wasn't not to say like I'm blaming myself, but it's understanding why I made some of the choices that I made. So I think the biggest one was about, my, as I said, I always loved authority. You mm. get me? I loved, I loved structure. My, my, gran, my granddad made it structure. You get me? Like mm. my granddad was like a mafia man in the sense of like, you get to the house, all the grandkids are there and then my granddad's in his bedroom Kiss the ring. One by one, you know. <laughs> oldest to youngest. You say, Reese, Reese. Then my brother has to go in the room. <laughs> then they're in there for 10, 15 minutes. And then you come out and then, oh, Grandma wants to talk to you. Oh, okay, okay. And you go in, you have your 10, 15 minutes. I don't know what, I don't, you don't ask what any of the conversations were. You know what your conversation was. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm, I've, I've lived in that, I've lived in that ranking. Your big cousin told you to go. Mm. Go. Because mm. these people are looking at, so I've always lived in that ranking and authority and hierarchy and all of that. So what I had to learn was ask myself, they, they said, why did you react like that? I said, because of the violations. <laughs> and then he said, did you feel violated? I said, nah, but that's what you do when they violate it. <laughs> and he was like, that's what who does? Who does, yeah. Well, you know, if that happens, this is how you react. Who told you that? So, uh, man, them, you know what I mean? My cousin, yeah, that's, that's, they said, if that happens, this is what you do. Mm. But did you feel any type of violation? Did you feel to do that when they said that to you? Or were you regurgitating what you were told to do? Mm. And fam, the petty drops. The petty drops. I'm like, I've never had a childhood of the tears of her. Oh my God, I've never made no decisions for myself, blah, blah, blah. But then I was like, yo. And it's not to take away from the things that they've taught me because they taught me those things for the environment that I was in to survive. Mm. Thankful, 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 thankful. And there's certain things that will stay with me and live with me forever. And I'm thankful for those moments, being able to be, you know, vigilant of my surroundings, et cetera, et cetera. But there's also things now where I'm saying, yo, this reaction isn't even mine. Mm. The way that I'm responding to you, it, this is how my brethren responds. This isn't, this isn't me. So what is my reaction to this? And, and that bit of therapy unlocks so much for me that when people were talking to me and asking me questions, I'm now hearing them so differently. Mm. So attached, na- do you attached. know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, now yeah, when you yeah. ask me, oh, are you a rapper? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's a conviction. Yeah, I mean, I'm learning, I'm answering the question from my own response and my own choices rather than what I've been told to do. And mm. I think that's, that's been a great deal. Like just, yeah, man, just ask yourself some questions, bro. And just, mm. just find out. Just be, if you, you know, everyone's intrigued with other people's lives and social media and what the, you know, oh, them people. <laughs> find out why you do that. Find out why mm. you get me. Why why do you like white bread instead of brown bread? Mm. Yeah, but I I buy white bread because mm. when I was a youth, my mom never brought it. Uh. You get me? She never. Oh, if we did, she bought it on like a Saturday, and we have like like an egg sandwich or something with the white bread. So the white bread was like a yeah. You yeah. get me? It's a thing. Now I'm at yo. Just buy white bread, bro. <laughs> yeah, me. I just buy white bread. You get me? Like I just, I just drink juice. I just drink apple juice because it was bare water and Ribena and Vimto and the, you get me oh, yeah. heebie-jeebies. Them little, you know, big juice, the five liter thing. It was yeah. bare of that as a you. Wow. So now when I got the money to buy juice, yo, give me three of them apple juice boxes <laughs> and I'll, I'll done them in like a week, bro. But that's because when I was a kid, 
Fam, it's it's and yeah. it's understanding the reasons why, the reasons and that's just, that's just a small aspect. That's mm. just a small thing. So when you start digging in deeper, to be like, yo, why 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 do I why do I like these psychological thrillers so much? Mm. Oh, it's because I like questioning things. I like discovering things. Mm. Oh, okay. So when someone said this to you, why why do you react like that? Because I didn't like what they said. Why? Because when I was young, I, oh. Okay, yeah, yeah. And from when, and it's not to say that you have to change anything, mm. but for when you're aware, aware, things will be different. different. That's all it is. Mm. That's all it is. Do you get me? When people, it's just another example. Like when people are late. So imagine if, you get me, if you said you were coming to my house for a certain o'clock and you don't show up to two hours later, I'll be in my house thinking, blood, where is this geezer? Especially if you don't tell me why I'm going. So this is what I'm saying. So if you phone me and be like, yo, my tyres popped, A is here now, they're sorting it out. Da, 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 da. I just need to drop this off and then I'm coming straight to you. Cool. At least you know. I have an awareness. It doesn't change yeah. the timing mm. by having awareness, which means mm. I now have a different response to the situation. situation. And I think that's, yeah, that's the, that's the basis of who I'm now discovering and becoming uh, and mm. the, the work that I'm doing on myself in this moment. And I think in that, it has allowed an, an organicness of creativity to happen. Mm. So I'm no longer creating for, oh, is this going to be commercially viable? Are people going to rock with this? Is this going to sound right? Da, 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 da. Even though those things are in the sphere, it's, but what do I want to say? What's what's the conversation that I want to be had in this moment? What do I want the world to see? Mm. What what are the layers of it to get me? What are the layers of the the the, 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 the creativity that I need it to be because I need it to hit there, but I want it to hit there and I need it to hit there and I need it to hit there. And I'm blessed in the, in, the, in thinking of the way in which my mind has been created and, and, and shaped by the world, by God, by friends, by the things and the journeys that I've been through. I, I progressively. now progressively, bro. I have a, I have a, when it comes to creativity, it has to be in depth. Mm. It can't just be, what's on the page mm. you get me the words are great but that's not where the play is mm. that's not where the juice of the play is the, the juice of the play is in the spaces between all the lines, lines. what why did you say i'm fine but yesterday you said yeah i'm okay i'm okay yeah. you get me yeah what's 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 that what's that about yeah yeah, yeah. bro yeah man i'm about this political stands bro <laughs> about this political stands because i went i did therapy last year mm. and it for me, it was the first time that I was able to tell my story mm. to somebody um, that was willing and wanted to listen. Okay. Regardless of the exchange that happened. Yeah. And I cried like a baby. Mm. Like everything just poured out. And and in that whole process of telling my story, there was like a release. Mm. I was no longer... Like my identity was no longer connected to the pain, distorted pain of my past, mm. but now the the love and creation of my future. Mm, 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 so like my pain was my fuel. Yeah, yeah, And within yeah. reason, sometimes it's great. You have this fuel, right? Yeah. But that can only last so long until you have to attach a body to that pain. Yeah. To, so for that pain to exist and continually exist to constantly give you fuel mm -hmm. and that means creating trauma that may affect now the people the mm. world that i have chosen to create yeah, yeah yeah i couldn't create the world that i was brought into mm -hmm. but i can control within reason the world that i create and that's deep still and so for me it was like one thing i had to learn was the reconciliation of all the different parts mm. of me like like the good, the bad, the ugly, the monster that I have always ran away from because mm -hmm. I was always angry. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. reason I was angry in terms of the root cause yeah. was because I was thrown away. Mm. So I never felt loved. And yeah. I was always rejected. I was always bullied or we were always subjected to something mm. and we was always at the bottom, right? Yeah. And plus we we're always hungry. So when you put all that in the mix, you're desperate. And when you're desperate, you can justify anything. anything Crabs in the bucket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. step on anything, do anything. And from the outside, it's like, that's a madness. Of mm. course it's a madness. Mm. <laughs> when you're desperate and hungry, you do anything. Facts. You know, when you're having like one or two meals like a week, it's like, yo, if I see somebody and they have yeah, something food, done, yeah, I'm like, going to take, take that food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, 
yours became mine. Mm. You know, and and even though it's not justifiable, that was the mindset, and mm. I had to kind of understand all these different facets that yeah. actually existed in me. Mm. But it was only having a intellectual conversation about mm-hmm. my mind. Yeah, yeah, was I'm able to actually appreciate why. Mm. That's what it is. It's the yeah, why. It's the why, bro. Like no matter what I do in life, is why do I want to do it? Because yeah. that's why. It's, that's what's going to keep me there. So I want to make films. Why? Because I I want to be able to tell stories to inspire people that were once in my position. Mm. That was my why. Yeah. So now when I'm going through my madness and I'm going through my difficulties and there's all the strikes that are happening in the industry or all this and all this is like I'm remaining steadfast. Why? Yeah. Because my why inspired me. My why got me to this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my why would get me through Further, this Yeah, one. yeah, yeah, man. It's true. The adversities, the mm. adversities become non, not non-existent, non, not like untouchable to you. Mm. So because I know my why, I can always attach myself to that. Mm. And I'm not let, and I can't, I can't let go of my why because it's yeah. my why. So when you're saying there's strikes, when you're saying there's no funding, okay, cool. that's cool for you. But <laughs> I'm, I'm doing this for this reason. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. hasn't changed. I haven't healed this in the world. Not every story has ever been told, and now everyone's inspired. Mm. So I've still got work to do. To do. And that's where, the, as again, the focus, the discipline comes into that play. There, mm. that's where that comes into play because you have to stand on your why. Mm. Have to stand on your why because there's going to be opportunities that come that are going to pull you away from your why a little bit, mm. and it's about finding that way back, the way back, the balance between your. Uh, this is a great opportunity to pay for my family, and my family would be nice, mm. but it's away from who I am as a person. And you have to challenge and question: Yo, is this what I want to do? Is this who I want to be in the world mm. to be seen, or do I want to remain here? And just finding those balances, man. But it's, it's good. It's so what's the relationship between you and your 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 children now? Yeah. Like that's like like how's that di- how's that different to the relationship between you and your parents? Or the relationship they had with you to now what you have with them. Yeah. Cause I feel that's so important. Like I know like my mum and my dad, their relationship was they um, they should never have been couple. Yeah. Right? So my my earliest memory is of my father pulling my mother in the street, broad daylight, dragging her on the floor, pouring petrol on her, saying, you witch, you witch, you witch, and threatening to kill her. That was the earliest memory. So for me, when I talk about relationships, I'm like... That's the that's, reference? That's love. Madness. So every time now... So I remember when my wife, we had the first argument. Yeah. We, weren't, we were uh, engaged. Yeah. And I was driving. Driving to, to get... Um, we're looking to, we're going to a pastor to get like therapy, not therapy, like you know, just um, marriage counseling. Marriage counseling, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And she went crazy. She went flip. But mm. I've never, I didn't even know why. Right? She went flip mo. And then that's time in my life I, I've, I've learned how to become karma. Mm-hmm. So I turned around. I'm still driving, right? I said, "Not if I respond to you in the same manner that yeah. you just responded to me." I can justify killing you because of what? What have I done that justifies mm, that you reaction. speaking to me in that way? You're not a girl, mm. like some girl, like whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're my queen. You're mm. the one that we're gonna. I'm gonna have spend my life with. You're gonna. We're gonna have children, mm. right? So for me, I'm gonna be with you for thick and thin. What now? What I'm gonna go to prison because what? I've almost killed you mm. because of what? Because of nothing. So what we talking about? Like, I hear it. Stuff. How you speak to your king, same way you're my queen. Yeah. I don't speak to you anyway. How you speak to me anyway? Yeah. Because of disrespect. And so it's like when I had that conversation, it's like, okay. Mm. Um, obviously, we still have these. Yeah, but, local spats but, and that. N- but nothing like that. That 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 come that stems from disrespect. Mm. So like. So, but now my relationship with my wife now is super tight. Mm-hmm. So it's like we talk about everything. Yeah. It's like I over communicate. Fair. So like you know, like me and my kids, they annoy me, and I tell them off. And so what they do, they transform my telling off into a into a song. 
I say, remove yourself. And they come to me like, remove yourself, remove yourself. That is eh, hilarious. Eh. And so it's not funny. It's not. Eh, it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny. <laughs> and they dance and everything. Oh my like, gosh. Ah, what's it? Remove yourself. Remove. Like, mm-hmm. like, and you know, it's like all these words are coming out and they start making these songs and they're doing the gestures and like, ah, I told you so, remove. I oh told you word. so, remove. And it's like, but I, I, even though I get annoyed about it, Love I love that because I never had that. Yeah, that relationship. And it means that now I'm more relatable to them. Mm. And it means that I've detached myself from what's going on in my life. Yeah. And actually now I'm connecting to what they want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's important now. Yeah. This, so deal. how's that, how's that, like, how's that translate to you? It's, it feels different because I'm not with my first daughter's mum anymore. And I feel like what I had to when we broke up and all of that, the one big thing that I had to grieve was the type of father I wanted to be. Mm. Because the type of father that I wanted to be was the... I, I, I wanted to be able to go into work and be like, oh, yeah, man, shattered. <laughs> Baby was up all night last night and you hit me. The, you hit me. I, I wanted to do that. Oh, yeah, lads can't make it, you know. She's teething, so yeah, yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to be that type of dad. You get me? Mm. I wanted to have that opportunity and... What I had to grieve and learn from him was like, yo, I'm I'm just being the same dad that my dad was. In the sense of every weekend or every other weekend, you spend a couple of days together and you go about your business. And I had a conversation with my sister mm. and she was like, it's different because of who you are. Mm. So just because you can't be the dad that you want to be, that doesn't mean that you can't be the dad that she actually needs. And then when I started looking at that, mm. I said, yo. And that goes along with another quote that I was told by an actor called Nia. Um, and she read a book and she said, make sure you parent the child that you have and not the child that you want. And I discovered my dad parented me how he wanted to be parented. Get me? Mm. Not the way that I needed it. So now I'm very trying to be as, as aware of what my daughter needs as well as still being the dad, you know, my daughter's young, she's a baby, she's free, you get me? So she wants to stay up late. No, you can't, you get me? But there's a balance. So even, you know, small conversations that we'll have, she'll be like, I want to wear the dress. (laughs) Baby's cold. But if I wear the dress, I can have a jacket on top and then my coat. I get what you're saying, but we can't. And we have conversation, you get me? And and also what I've also yeah bro it goes on for ages. I'm telling you yeah. But what I've also learned in that is f- to be open emotionally, because mm. I, I I've I've always shied away from showing my feelings in the sense of like I can say yeah I love you bro man mm. yeah I love you man yeah come over da 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 but some like sometimes it's like a burst of energy. Mm. It's really weird, bro. Like, I would just say to my daughter, look at me. I just I just want to look at her because I love her so much. Mm. But I'm trying to, as you say, show that level of transparency. Mm. Yeah, try to show that level of transparency where I would say to my daughter, can I have a hug, please? Mm. And sometimes she'd be like, oh, okay. And then the other day, the other day, she's like... What did she say? She's like, I'm just going to put this away, okay? I'm going to put this away and then I'm going to come and give you a hug, okay? Daddy's like, okay. I'm saying, yeah. And I'm saying, yo, I never Uh, got to have that relationship with my dad. You get me? It wasn't... I had a conversation maybe, again, a couple of months, not even a couple of months ago, where I heard my dad say, yeah, yeah, I'm very proud of you, you know, Kieran. And I was was stumped on the phone. Because I've never heard you say it. You get me? I've never heard... Yeah, I've just never heard you say. It. Mm. Never heard you say. It. I, I, I don't. I don't know what you think of me. Mm. I, I genuinely don't know what you th- like. What he thinks of me. So to hear that, I'll be like, "Raw, ah. this is man." So uh, I think my aim with my daughter, my daughter that's on the way, is I want you to know no. what I think of you. No. You get me? Whether whether it's a good opinion, a bad opinion let's have the opinion out and we can have a conversation and we can divulge into why I may not like some of the decisions that you made or why not. But I don't want you to ever not know what I think of you. Mm. So I think I link that back to Christianity Mm. in the sense of 
that's there's a there's a base in an anchor. It doesn't matter if my daughter doesn't think that she's beautiful, that she's intelligent. My dad does. Yeah, you get it. me? My dad does. You get me? It doesn't matter if I think that I'm beautifully and wonderfully made. God believes that I am. Mm. And he's the one that's made me. Mm. I'm the one that's made my daughter. So you can listen to the, all the opinions of the world, darling. You can listen to your own opinion. Mm. But this is what your dad thinks about you. Mm. And I think me as a parent now, it's, it's, as it's that transparency. I need you to know. I've never thought about this. This is the first time I've seen it. So that's why I'm kind of going through it again and again. Yeah. But yeah, I need you to know what, what I think about you. Mm. So you can attach that to yourself. Cause I, I I love it even now when my my partner's like, yeah, I'm just gonna phone my dad to do that. Mm. Uh, my dad's gonna come and pick me up. I'm thinking, what? What? really? I'm right here. Like, get me like your dad's gonna do it. And it's not to say that it's not a bad, it's not a good thing, but it's just interesting, bro. It's really really interesting because I I look at that relationship and I say, yo, I hope my daughter's just. Yeah, I mean, even though I'm going to be annoyed, like when she's 21 or whatever, she's gone out for an evening and there's no taxi, that my phone's batting at 3, 3 30 in the morning. Yeah. Dad, can you come pick me up? Yeah. Oh, I'm on my way. J- just for her to feel like she can, she can phone my phone. I think that's powerful. But, that's she can, the comp- but she can get one of those driverless cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, you don't want to phone one of your cousins. No. <laughs> but just for her to Funny. feel like she can have that relationship because my mum has the positives of my mum is she's always said you can come and tell me anything mm. come and tell me anything and she's like i can't protect you i can't understand if you don't tell me whether we use that all the time or whether i use that all the time i don't know if it was a you know me growing up and trying to become a man and you know da, 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 da. yeah but that 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 forum was always there which is important. Always important. And even when madnesses are happening, when mum's finding stuff in my room and things like that, mm. she she would always be like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it wasn't punishment straight away. The punishment came. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the punishment came. But, uh, but again, yeah. what I've realised growing up now, and even now in this moment, a lot of my punishments was how I conducted myself in moments rather than the moment itself. Mm. So mom yeah. didn't necessarily didn't necessarily shout at me or get annoyed or punish me because, for example, of um, uh, uh, the the guy at the road, uh, like he chased me, but it's because we done something to him first. <laughs> yeah, we was kids, didn't it? It's like mom's not punishing me for that reason. Yeah, she's punishing me in my communication. And me now swearing in the house and me saying, Bon you, Bon, I don't care. Da, da, da. She's punishing me for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because now I can see as a as a black woman raising two black sons, it's the reactions, it's the mm. characteristic that is the thing that usually gets us into a lot of the trouble. Mm. So even if we've come somewhere and you know the police have stopped us and it's and it's not us that have done it. As soon as we raise our voice, as soon as we get little Larry in the arms start flaring. It's justification for... It's justification for the, just... next, for the next pressure that they're going to apply. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. I realise my mum used to... It was my, about my attitude. It was the way in which I respond in terms of communication. It was the, the rudeness. It was, the, it, was, it was those... What I felt was the intangible things of the actual moment. So you're not, you're not actually shouting at me for getting into a fight. Mm. You're, you, 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 you're questioning, Kieran, why are you fighting? You're asking me the question, but you're having to punish and reshape the way in which I, I, well, I articulate that. And I realised, just even in that moment now, mm. that's how I am in my relationships in terms of with people, in terms of with my children. Come and tell me anything. Mm, but let's, 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 let's re- remember who we are to each other. Mm. Do you get me? So like you said in the same way, like, you shine at me like this. In the, why do you think you can shine at me mm. like this? And I was having a conversation with my partner about this not long ago, just to quickly wrap it up. Mm. A lot of people have only ever seen conflict resolution with someone on the roads. Mm. So their conflict resolution that they reference that they have of their mum is their mum demanding the right change back from the shop. <laughs> is you get me is yeah, backing yeah. up the, the the teacher at school yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's very rare that we've seen conflict resolution between two loving people mm. the parents i've never seen it i've never seen my mom and dad argue no tell her i've seen my mom and dad argue 
like in my mind, like massive argument, one, two times that sticks out. Mm. But, and they, they were over by then. I never saw my mum and dad together, but I imagine there would have been arguments that happened before where they've now squashed it and got back together. I've never seen that. Mm. I've, I've never seen it. And, uh, you know, before I was an advocate of like, you know, you shouldn't argue in front of the kids. and the, But I'm, I think I'm, there's certain conversations that pri- children should be privy to and shouldn't be privy to because you're children. Mm. But I think it's important for them to see how the two people in love have a disagreement and, yes. and come back around. See all aspects, all facets I mean? of relationship. Do you see what I'm saying? And I think because there's been a lack of that, there's a lack of respect in relationships for people now because... It's too you, perfect. Do you see what I'm saying? When you have an issue, you're talking to me like I'm the guy that's caught you up on the road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not-, <laughs> not, not the person that you've chosen to have your children with and you love and you've taken last name and da 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 Very true. Do you get me? True. So I, that's what I try and do as a, as a dad now is make sure my children know who I am and to make sure that when they're communicating, that they communicate the thing that they actually want to communicate. Awesome. And so, I do that. So to wrap up, mm-hmm. yeah, three things that have helped you build you up to where you are, maintain you where you are, and empowered you to go further. Three things. No pressure. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Three things. But there's always pressure, though. Yeah, a thousand, a thousand percent. <laughs> Three things that I've, I think, my, 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 my educational experiences. Not necessarily the the the, the things that were happening, but excuse me, the wideness of the time. So from being in nursery to after university mm-hmm. shaped me. Get me? I went from one of the the worst schools, the one of the worst schools in like the city, the country, I think, see, country. Like just what, just for GCSE results, terrible, mm-hmm. to a top 20 sixth form in the UK. Mm-hmm. So just that leap to that leap, I've seen so much. The conversations are different. The ideologies are different. Mm-hmm. And I think the foundation of the way that I've been raised and the level of resilience that is necessary, I'd say the edu- that, 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 not the education system, but my time through education, mm-hmm. including the life experiences that I had outside so that age range, I'd say that that's one, the way I was raised in those moments. I'd say my, my faith in God, 1000%. And not just like, oh, yeah, go to church. God's great. But <laughs> but the relationship, mm-hmm. the relationship that I had and have with him, the the, 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 the level of understanding that he, he allowed me to be privy to in terms of scripturally mm-hmm. to get me. Um, I, I, I remember being in church and I was like, yeah, God said da, 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 da. And they were like, yeah, how, how did you hear him? I said, I could hear him. He's speaking. And like people were baffled mm. and they were like, you hear like an audible voice. I said, yeah, but like I can differentiate between what's, what's my voice and what's God's voice. And like they were baffled, bro. And they were like, you know, that's not normal. <laughs> and I'm like, but hey, you're a Christian. Like you're a Christian. And he was like, yeah, but I feel like God puts things in my in my way and then that's you know I'll, I'll flick over a page and da, 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 and then the thing that I'm reading is the, the answer and I'm like so yeah okay I get that sometimes but I get like I'm gonna pray now God what does this scripture mean okay I get I had that you get me so I'm, I'm thankful for that type of relationship because reading the Bible you understand not everyone had that mm. not everyone had that so I'm very thankful for that and I think the next thing that keeps me motivated, grounded, all of those things is just my family. Mm. My family, my, my, my missus, my children, my mom, my, my parents, my, my whole family, my, my nieces and my nephews, brothers and sisters. I got a whole heap of hundreds of thousands of cousins, bro. Oh, seriously? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. My nan, my nan had 42 brothers and sisters. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah, yeah, no yeah. Get me? So there's this bag of cousins and... I remember how impactful my big cousins were. Mm. Small, small, small moments, you know, small moments that they will never remember. Mm. And um, 
I just need to, I want to be that for the next gen. Mm. Even if it's in a small moment, if it's the, come, let's talk, nephew. Mm. What's going on? What's, get me, what's, what's that girl saying you're talking to? Okay, okay, be careful, you get me. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's, a small, that's a small moment in my world, but to him, it's a big thing. That's a, yo, this is an everlasting bonding relationship. Sure. I've got certain cousins that I just love. Mm. And it's not to say I don't love all my cousins, but I love, I love you because when I was 12, you took the time to, Come on, let's go chip shop quickly. Sure. Just follow, just just follow me to the chip shop. Mm. You already going? Just follow me to jump in the car, mm. and then you you might see one gal when you drive. Oh, just with my little cousin. And yeah. Then, oh yeah, that that stays with me. And now I'm not that your bet can call, but I I I, I the I relationship see. that we have, you get me. So mm. how much more so now that I'm in the creative industry and my nieces and nephews and my daughter, they are creative, bro. Like mm. my nephew's gonna be in Bridgerton. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's better than like he came up to me. He's like, we both gonna be on Netflix, Uncle. Oh. And the reason why he wanted to be an actor was because of me. That's... To get me, for, and he's only what? How was eight? Wow. And to get me like that's because he saw a man doing it, and he's like, I want to do what Uncle Kieran does. That's beautiful. And if that's where that is, uh, how much? inspiration can I have to shape the world if that's one of my nephews mm. and then I got all my nieces and nephews and my own children and cousins that are all being impacted by what I do and if I'm coming from the right source in terms of the rooting of the reasoning why I want to do it that thing can filter and filter and filter out until you get I me mean, there's there's films and tv channels and things that are just cemented in the culture of like just life that I've been a part of, mm, you get inspired. me, that I've inspired. And it's not to say that I want the accolade for it, not at all. But you were part of that. I was a part of the journey. You get me, I was a part of the journey and I'm happy to watch my nephew take the baton and run and go. Fam, are you, are you mean your first thing's Bridgerton, bro? Mm. I've been trying to do this acting <laughs> for years and you just want to look And, but I realised it was the journeys of my cousins that allowed me to start my journey, like which it. allowed him to take this bit to the next level. So it's all part, part and parcel, bro. So I need to make sure that I do that bit. So yeah, the way that I was raised, God and my family, those are the driving forces for me. Boom. Love. Love my brother. It's been a beautiful conversation, yeah, bro. Yeah, man could have went for hours. Still, man could have went for hours. Still, 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 mm. still. But I don't get in trouble, though. Do I? Yeah, 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 so. My little one's going to tell me off. Ah. Daddy, why are you late again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a conversation we was talking about. <laughs> Yeah. But, but Next love, time. thank you so much. Well, it's been, you know, man. like having these real conversations, open conversations, mm. just, I think for me personally, just allows me to kind of like say, ah, oh, I'm not alone. <laughs> thousand percent. <laughs> you know, thousand percent, bro. But um, yeah, bro, keep on doing what you're doing, man. It is beautiful for you. you know to see you, you know, do your thing and like even, you know, you were acting in, you know, one mm. of uh, you know, a little you know, little um short film that I mm. did the other day, and it's just to see you bring turn these words that were on this piece of paper yeah. and bring it to life, it's like Oh, jeez. Yeah, man. Jeez. Yeah, and whenever you need me, man. Whenever you need me, I'm there, man. Love, love. Definitely. Thank you. Love, my brother. Cheers. And thank you for listening to part two of my conversation with Kieran. I hope you've enjoyed what has been discussed and it's been a blessing unto you. Stay tuned. Thank you.